as the countdown is on to the first major of the year, that annual event in springtime in Augusta, Georgia, we head out to Augusta. One of our good friends uh, who runs the Augusta Golf Show and has been doing radio and covering the Masters, well, probably... A lot longer than I've been alive. No, that's not true. That's an old joke. John Patrick joining us right now. John, good morning. How are you? Wow. Shots fired early. Uh, Brian, hello, Bob. (laughs) How you doing, John? I was trying to give you the respect of the tenure that you have there covering the tournament, and I just didn't know how to do it justice without offending you. So I I paused in my tracks. You failed miserably, but Mm. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How many masters will it be this year? This will be my 40th. Wow. He's pretty close, Brian. <laughs> well, this being my 50th year uh, on, on this globe, uh, it's close. It's close. Again, making me feel great that you were 10 <laughs> when I started coming. <laughs> you know what? It only makes me sad that I didn't get to know you sooner, John. That's all it is. Nice try. Okay. Good try. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Hey, yep. so I do look forward to every year the the Augusta National uh, team sending out the media guide. And there's probably, I know there's lots of geeks like me that uh, start pouring through it and you start seeing all the stories showing up about the news that, that's in there. Everyone wants to go right to the golf holes and see what changes have taken place to the golf course. And there we see that number two has been lengthened 10 yards and shifted over to the left. And um, we've got special invites that have been announced. So uh, where do you fall in that? Where, what, what's your excitement level at this point with uh, what less than a couple of months to go until Augusta? It'll get there. It's not there quite yet. We've we've got a bunch of meetings to have here at the radio station. I mean, I, this will sound like I'm whining. I don't mean to be whining. But it's, as you guys know, it's a long, busy, fun-filled week. Um, yeah. So, so you know, i got to gear up for this. I'm not quite there yet. I, I was surprised, frankly, at the, at, at the announcement about number two because we really hadn't heard anything, you know, even rumbling of anything they'd done to the golf course. As subtle as this is, again, moving it back 10 yards, I love the, I love the move of taking it to the left. I kind of thought they'd do something like that with 13, but they didn't. Um, so now now you force those guys to either really bend it around the corner if they can, or they're, they're going to be out by the bunker, and the second shot will be a little bit more of a, of a challenge. You know, it's kind of interesting that they did that because I think for guys that hit the ball right to left, it might be a little bit easier for them to shape the ball off of that bunker and keep it in the fairway, where before if they shaped it off the bunker, it had a tendency to kind of get into the left side of the fairway and run down into the trees um, or the pine straw. But the other thing it does is it takes the left to right out of everybody's hands off the tee with driver there at sure. number two. Yeah, you know, it, it is funny, Bob, that it, in my mind, the strategic move is not about 10 yards. It's about moving it to the left. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and as Bob 100%. and I were talking, John, it, it almost sets up, it's it's nearly identical to the shot you have to hit on 10, right? Uh, and I remember talking to Mike Weir back in the day, uh, and when he won in 2003, he specifically worked. He, he liked to draw the ball because he doesn't hit it as far, so the draw goes a little further. But he specifically, as a lefty, had to fade the ball just for that shot on 10, and I think it sets up for that same kind of – it requires that same kind of shot on two now, huh? You know, it does, Brian, but I would say this. At least the shot on 10 is sort of a wide-open shot. It doesn't really matter when 
you 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 turn it. On two, you got to go. You probably got to go two sixty, two seventy before yeah. before the turn needs to begin. Um, I I actually think it's a it, it'll be a harder shot than ten because ten's wide open. And again, doesn't matter when you bend it as long as you bend it. That's a good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a great point. And and hitting it down that right side, as we all know, you can put it in that bunker, and that takes away going for the green in two. But for some of those guys, you know, they may, may not be able to reach the bunker, the guys that are a little bit shorter hitters as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, again, I, the strategy to me is not the 10 yards. It's moving it to the left. I, yep. it, it's subtle. Uh, I appreciate that, and and we'll see. We'll we'll get a vision of how it plays. John yep. Patrick joining us uh, from Augusta, Georgia, and the Augusta Golf Show. I think it was Bob Herrig. I I could be wrong, and I apologize. I don't remember where I read it, but they, there was a an ex uh, comment out there about Tiger not having eagled the second hole, and I I thought that was fascinating. I, I if you would have asked me how many eagles has Tiger made on the second hole, I would have said I don't know, probably three or four without even looking, right? So to see that he, in his career, has never eagled the second hole was a little surprising. That was kind of a fun little nugget that uh, one of those guys brought out. You know, yeah, it would have been surprising to me too, Brian. I, I, I would have been okay. You know, no, I don't remember third and fourth round eagles, but he could have snuck one in on a Thursday and a Friday, and I hadn't really paid attention. Um, but you're right. I, I, that's a, a, a fun fact from Mr. Harry, if it was indeed Mr. Harry. <laughs> We're giving him credit. Somebody's out there going, that was mine! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, whoever's it was. But uh, we wanted to give credit to somebody. So, you know what? Bob's a nice enough guy. We'll give it to him. Um, so, uh, thoughts otherwise on, just generally speaking, on the golf course, uh, you know, that it's a... It's a conversation every year. Will Augusta continue to, to stand the test of time with the equipment and, and today's players and their athleticism and length? Uh, what, what's your feelings with, the, with that uh, topic going into this year's tournament? Well, you know, I think that all gets based on what do you want out of the golf tournament? Does, does 13, 14 under bother you? Do you want 5, 6, 7, 8 under to win? You know, it's now with, with this additional 10 yards, it's, it's lengthy. It's, I thought I saw 7,555 yards. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty good. Um, so I, I, I do think it is, what do you want out of the golf tournament? And they want many things out of the golf tournament. I don't know that they want records broken, you know, scoring records broken, but, but, but they do want, they do want excitement on Sunday and they plan for it. So I, I still think guys, it's a, it's an event. It's a it's a it's a entertainment event of sport that they plan for, set up for, and and try to entertain us as much as possible, especially on Sunday. Um, I don't know that they spend as much time thinking about those sorts of things as we do. I think they look at things entirely differently. Yeah. Well, they yeah, rarely definitely. they rarely disappoint. Yes. Exactly. No, no you're right. No, they you know. They, They've got that pretty well down. Mm -hmm. And as you said, um, one of the masters that was really kind of uh, sleepy, so to speak, was when Zach Johnson won in that back round or that back nine didn't have any wars whatsoever. So um, the next year, of course, we had the opportunity to hear more of the Roys, the Birdies, the Eagles, those types of things. 
um, over that back nine. And that's what Augusta National lives for is that excitement of that back nine because they want to say, you know, the championship uh, begins on the back nine. Well, the second and, nine. And, yeah, the second nine. Yeah, we don't want to get your band, the band, Bob. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you know, but they're also, and I do know this for a fact from talking to, to some of the people there, uh, you know, they care about how it how it shows up in ratings. They care about how mm-hmm. it does, how many people are watching. They want to know that. And and I think it's also been a, a concerted effort on their part to, um, you know, get the get the, the winner of the tournament out and about on, on, on Monday and Tuesday, you see them in New York. They get on the they get on the morning talk shows. They get on some of the late mm-hmm. night shows. It's a concerted effort now on their part again to have an event that cuts through the clutter and 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 makes an impact as far as it can, being golf and a bit of a niche sport, as much as it can with television ratings, excitement, people talking about it, the buzz, and, and so forth and so on. They they've they've gone about doing that in a variety of ways over the last 10 years or so yeah no question john patrick augusta golf show augusta georgia joining us here on real golf radio looking forward to the 88th playing of the masters tournament coming up in april you mentioned uh, cutting through some of that and i think that happened with the announcement of the special invitations joaquin neiman among them who of course is playing on live although the announcement uh, didn't ref- reference live whatsoever rather uh neiman's career at augusta his former Latin uh, America amateur champion and former amateur number one, and then his win in Australia on the DP World Tour. What was your what was your thoughts on uh, Neiman and the other announcements of of special invites? You know, I, I I think the major championships, all of them, have have done a pretty good job of trying to stay out of the live PGA Tour fray. Mm-hmm. And I think that Joaquin got invited, as you said, Brian primarily on the Australian Open victory. Um, I, I, I just, I think they've, they've done a good job. Uh, no, they didn't mention live. They don't mention live, but they've done a good job of kind of staying above it all. At least, well, mm-hmm. I, I'll speak for here. Here has, but I think all three, all of the other major championships have, have tried to do the same thing. It's sort of kind of pretending it doesn't exist and we're going to go about doing our business the way we've always done our business. And so I didn't think that the, um, special exemptions, the special invitations were uh, that far out of the norm for what they normally do as far as who they were and as far as, you know, how many there were. You know, what what caught me off guard is once Neiman won down in Mexico, he it seemed like he started to lobby as, as far as the, the major championships are concerned. And then the other thing I wanted to say is now that only brings currently – the field to 90 or 83 players. Um, and, you know, you'll pick up a few like the week before if they bounce into the top uh, 50 in the world rankings or if, you know, if somebody wins prior to Augusta on the PGA Tour. So um, kind of interesting. The field's a little bit shy right now. Yeah, and they certainly don't mind that. And And what I think is interesting about what you say, Bob, is, you know, the way that the the signature events have, have lined up and, and some events are signature events and some events aren't. It's those events that aren't signature events that offer up the opportunity for, yeah. for somebody to, to get into the golf tournament uh, that otherwise would not have gotten into the golf tournament. I think, I think more than we've ever seen before 
the opportunity between now and then to add two or three more players. Yeah, I think you're right. John Patrick, Augusta Golf Show, Augusta, Georgia, joining us uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely um, you're right about that. And um, so when we start thinking, can we have some fun here for a second? Well, we'll be the judge of that. Go ahead, bro. Okay. <laughs> what, what are we doing on way too early Masters predictions? Because it's still so much uh, water under the bridge between now and then. Um, but, but who do you like uh, when you start thinking about you know, contention. I mean, Jordan Spieth obviously is, is, is a guy that a lot of people are talking about. Rory McIlroy and his opportunity to join that elite crew of uh, winners of the Career Grand Slam. There's some really, really good stories out there. What are your thoughts? You know, first of all, I got to get you to, to correctly say it's water under the Hogan Bridge. I, you know, I actually um, thought about that. I did, do, I, do I go ahead and reference that? And Anyway, thanks for throwing that in. You're fine. Let me be the idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, he won. He won in Los Angeles. I I wouldn't put it past Hideki mm. to get himself a second green jacket. Uh, mm. I, I, I it's just a feeling. I, I don't have, you know, I don't have a whole lot of analytics to back me up. Um, I it's funny. I don't know how much analytics play a role in this golf tournament. I don't think you have to anymore play it eight nine times, you know, to get the feel for it, as everybody used to say, Bob and your dad say. Yeah. I don't think that's the case anymore, but but I don't have an analytic to say it's Hideki, but I would not be surprised if it was Hideki. I just, God, I just, I, I don't know that Rory, I don't know when I'll feel comfortable that Rory can do it. I don't feel comfortable yet that he can do it. I, I, just, I just feel like he put so much pressure on himself to get this one that no matter how well he plays coming in, you know, he walks out on Thursday and shoots 74, and he's fighting the rest of the week. I, I ain't comfy with Rory just yet. That's well, the quote know, of the I, day. Yeah, you know, um, the interesting thing is Rory has always said that he wants to be fresh going into Augusta, so he's limited his play. This year he's kind of thrown the opposite end of the spectrum where he says he's going to play more going into Augusta, and hopefully he's um, – doing better when he hits there. Uh, my personal feeling is I want to see the Cinderella story. I'd love Rory McIlroy to win, and I'd love to have another player on the PGA Tour or in professional golf hit the career grand slam. Well, and, and I would too. I mean, we all love a great story, especially on Sunday. And frankly, honestly, yeah. between the three of us, I, I know the members would like to see Rory win. Um, I, I just... You know, you're right, Bob. He's going to play more. I don't know if that's a, you know, if that's a reflection of fewer policy tour policy board responsibilities. He's going to play in yeah. Houston. He's going to play the week before. I thought I heard him say last weekend in Los Angeles. So we'll see. I, I just, I'd love to see it. I mean, nobody loves nobody loves a special Sunday like like we do here in Augusta. And the, and the patrons and the folks that come out on Sunday. I think everybody that, that comes out there to watch golf on Sunday and doesn't go home at noon to watch it on television wants to be there when some sort of history gets made, whether it's Rory, whether it's Tiger, whether it's whatever it might be. They want to say, oh, I was there the year, that last year that Tiger won. I think those people that, that are there on Sunday want to be there for exactly that reason. Yeah, amen. Hey, by the way, average number... Uh, of attempts at time of first victory, 6.3. 
Uh, so if you're looking at players that are playing their sixth Masters, that's a good place to start. As far as second, it's 9.9. So about 10 of them. And uh, let's see, the third, about 12. Fourth, mm, there's not very many that happen to win four. So <laughs> I don't even know if they, again, Brian, they don't give us an average of three. And again, Brian, when you say amen, I need you to say amen corner. There we go. There we go. There you go. I love it. John, you're the best. It's always great. To, you know, I'm all worked up. I'm excited. I can almost taste an egg salad sandwich right now visiting with you. <laughs> well, um, I, I always look forward to seeing you guys. I really do. Uh, Bob, I hope you have a great yes, time sir. on the rest of your trip. Thank you. I appreciate that, John. We'll talk to you real soon, John. Thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. You got it. John Patrick, the Augusta Golf Show, Augusta National.